Yar, me mateys, and welcome to uh, Twiatch. Week 23. Oh, we drink more rum. We can't keep this up for a whole podcast. I'm Kevin. I can't. I'm Patrick. <laughs> well, see, the problem is that whenever I look at you, then the iPatch is going to be all they see, and like, I'm not going to deprive you. You should just do the double eye patch. Double eye patch? Yeah. No, I'm not doing just that. Just double, that is, that double eye patch. Idea. That is a terrible idea. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> One thing we might be doing, though, is the Division Beta. Yes. Which opens on the 19th. And I think 18th for Xbox One, yes. and then and then runs through the weekend. Yeah, I'm trying this. Jump is, on there. This is going to be the first one that's an open beta, mm-hmm. which is cool. I like that. Yeah. Previously, that was the closed beta that we talked about uh, last week with all the cheating and stuff like that. So, right. um, so yeah. this is this is going to be their their last beta before like full on production. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, one thing though. Because I have PlayStation and I can't delete beta things that I download, yeah. I don't want to do betas. Yeah, it's like I even, it's even open betas. I'm like, I don't want to have to look at that every time I do. And that's I've that's them. that's a problem. Yeah, I, I I have a couple up and and doing stuff. Tomorrow Children and I think Destiny and and like Destiny's been out for two years. Yeah, the beta should not still be on my hard drive, unable to be deleted, or not on my hard drive, but in on in, your in library. My library. Yeah, where I look at it every time, I can't download it yeah. or anything. And you've got your issues. I've got with PT. I've got PT, Destiny, uh, Dark Souls stress test, and another one. So these things yeah, just that's... stare at me in a library. That's not my library anymore. I mean, yeah. my library should be something. Okay, if I have a library in my house, I'm gonna call that library and say, okay. I don't, you know, I don't want to. I don't need this. I don't need that. Well, this is it this is more like having, like, like, the cover of a book. But if you actually picked it up out of your library, you would not. There, there's nothing, yeah. no pages, nothing yeah. inside it. Well, it's also That's every book cool. you've ever read. Yeah. Not every book that you have, because if you I rent would a game, love that though, like to have to have a house big enough to have a library every where I could have every book I've ever read. Fantastic. That would be so cool. Yeah. Except that I'd have like. Four or five copies of like a bunch of the Ice and Fire ones. Okay, it doesn't count if you read it again. Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about different versions oh, okay. because, like the the like the OG. Um, I've actually seen and held a first edition of Game of Thrones. Oh, you have? Yes. And That's so that would be there. Okay. Yeah, so see that. any anybody who knows how to how to create a library based on the things that I have in my head, please uh, reach out to us. Or don't don't put it in the comments because I think that then you'd probably get swamped. Yeah. So we, we should probably move on to the next yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, so 3DM's taking a year off. Yes. Of of develop of anything. Which is interesting. 3DM is the hacking company that we talked about several weeks yeah. ago, um, and they they do they do a lot of the of the high end. As soon as it comes out, yeah. they're they're hacking it. And uh, what they've said is that they're. Is that they're taking a year off mm-hmm. from from cracking things because they want to see if it actually has an impact on sales, which I think is really interesting. But there's too many variables for this to be it's true. Actually, a scientific test, and there, there's going to be other groups. Members sure. of 3DM are going to step up and and you know move somewhere else or whatever. Yeah, I think that the idea behind it is good though because you're taking a year off. You're not taking mm. like if they said, oh, we're taking a month off. That's not good enough. Right. You and have seasons to deal with. You have different different releases. Different games. Different games different that are coming titles, out. Different, yeah. yeah. Because if you did that um, now, it wouldn't be that big of a deal as opposed to you know, April or somewhere around the, you know, yeah. where you have a bigger month. Um, I think it's it's interesting. 
and we've said before, it doesn't impact sales as much as, as people think that it impacts, no. just like Hollywood. Yeah. It doesn't impact sales as much. Um, in fact, I know quite a few people that that do pirate uh, games and movies. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, so much of their free spending money is spent on games, games and, and movies. And movies. Yeah. It's just they don't have as much to spend on as much as they consume. <laughs> um, it's still not it's still not right. I'll I'll admit that. But these people are I mean, we're talking about people that spend a couple hundred dollars a month on movies and games and you know, I I'm in that boat uh, when it comes to like going out to going out to see movies, Alamo Draft House is one of our favorite places to go. Um, but when you spend that much free of your money on movies and games, you're 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 pushing the economy. Mm-hmm. So pushing the economy and and also pushing the things that you want to see. Exactly. Like um, we we had a little bit of a discussion this week on uh, like uh, Unravel has has been out to it's it's been really interesting because Firewatch and Unravel have gotten really really mixed reviews. Like I've seen on both of them, uh, Destructoid I think gave yeah. gave Unravel a hundred. Wow, and then like GameSpot or somebody. I, I, I don't have sources on this, but it's it's it is in this range. Yeah. somebody gave it like a mid sixties to unravel. Yeah, hmm. and and it's been really interesting to see. And those type of titles are actually more interesting to me because I want to see. Okay, what is it about this? Mm-hmm. Because if it's if if scores are consistently high. You know that that everything's working and mechanically and technically, this has achieved what it set out to achieve. If they're low, it's a technical thing. If scores are varied like that, it's yeah. sort of like it's sort of like when when Gone Home first came out. Yeah. Like a lot of people now are like, oh yeah, everybody loves Gone Home. That's not the case no. because when it first came out, it was right around the same time as like the Gamergate and all that kind yes. of stuff. So there are a bunch of people like, this isn't even a game; it's a f- three, and it's. And and so I find yeah. that when you have the widest range in scores, mm-hmm. those tend to be the more artistically daring. Correct. Correct. And and that's that's something that's that's really interesting. Yeah, I'll and agree. And I'll, I'll I'll talk more about Firewatch in another video of ours. But um, that one was not what I expected. And I yeah. think that may be another thing when you go to see a movie um, and you think it's going to be uh, romantic comedy. Yeah. For instance, the whole Deadpool joke. Uh, if you <laughs> saw the Deadpool uh, Valentine's Day ads, if you think Deadpool is going to be a romantic comedy, you're not. I mean, it, you may still like it, but it's it's completely different than what you're going to th- what you think. Well, another example of, of leading in expectations. Fun anecdote about my yeah. parents: um, they went to go see Princess Bride in the theater, okay, which was sold like the. If, if you go back and watch the commercials on YouTube, like the original trailers. It, it is a romantic yes. fantasy story. Yes. And then you get there and you're like, this, <laughs> this is a comedy. This is not really taking itself. What's what's yeah. going on here? And so apparently, like when they're when they're climbing up the cliffs of insanity, then uh, my my mom leaned over to my dad and goes, "Are are you enjoying this?" <laughs> and he was like, "I think so." <laughs> And then the, the the next scene is is the sword fight on yes. the top of the cliff, and then they're like, okay, okay, now this is, we're now we're a hundred percent in, and they, and they enjoyed the rest of the movie, and yeah. it continues to be one of their favorites. Yeah. But when movies and games defy expectations, I think those can be some of the the most rewarding experiences. I agree. I agree. So how do we get there from piracy? <laughs> 
Don't know. Anyway, speaking speaking of, of piracy and games that yeah. show up where they're not supposed to, yeah. uh, Microsoft has spoken out on the, the Red Dead Redemption thing that we talked about last week. Yep. So apparently what had happened is uh, because of the way that their the way that their test servers run, because they, they let their people go home and test them on their own machines and whatever. And so one of those leaked onto his public profile, other people were then able to link to it and you know, his his Xbox friends or whatever. Sure. Because they're they're not actually playing these on death kits. They just have access to this back room. Yeah. And so apparently that was just a security door that nobody had bothered to shut. And then somebody noticed it yeah. one day and then <clears throat> everything exploded. So they said, We're sorry. That yeah. that is that is our fault. They yeah. they assumed responsibility for it and said, We're working on this. This is how it happened. Yeah. This is why it happened. This is not how we intended it to happen. Thank you for your patience. Yes. The interesting thing on that to me was you're talking about people who are a part of the development team. And X, uh, Microsoft previously has said um, they're only doing these dependent on the developer that are the developer of the game. Mm-hmm. So that means that they are indeed they're they're saying here here's the reason and how it happened. Here's why it happened. But the thing that they're not addressing is. Um, well, I guess they didn't completely dismiss it, but that means that Red Dead is, and all the other games that were on mm-hmm. there, are uh, in, testing. In, in testing. Yes. Um, that doesn't mean that they're ready, though. Um, right. So I think that was what my what essentially this translates to. Some people, are, I've seen people read this either way. Microsoft's not covering up anything. They're not lying. That's a very true thing. That's basically saying, hey, these things are not ready. That's not what we what we thought previously. We were saying, okay, this is being staged for, which what I honestly thought was going on. So basically, they're in they're in testing with their engineers and development and everything, and then as soon as they're they're ready, they'll they'll move them out. Yeah, which is good. I'm just glad Red Dead's on there. I also appreciated that that they came out and said, "This is this is what's up. This is what happened." And yeah, and like because there's there's a lot of companies, particularly on leaked things, they they won't comment, they won't acknowledge. It'll just be like la 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 that yeah. that didn't happen. Don't and and so this was really cool that they're like, okay. This is what happened. We we will continue to communicate with you. Yeah, please be excited. Transparency is important. I'm, yes. glad, that, I'm glad that they're being transparent on that. Yeah. Speaking of transparent on that, uh, Dark Souls three. <laughs> oh my god! Um, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> so I've been I've been the uh, I know previously on the Dark Souls uh, series and stuff. You kind of like to go in blind. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been on this because to me this series. There's so much in regards to the lore and so much in the in the game that um, I don't feel like it spoils it for me because it's it takes so much to piece together for yourself. It's the same reason that I watch um, a lot of videos on YouTube about it is because it helps me understand. Okay, what what just what just happened? I don't. I try not to go further along, but it helps me to understand Dark Souls storytelling. Because Dark Souls and, and Bloodborne and Demon Souls, it's not an overt storytelling. It's not overt storytelling at all. So. Yeah. Um, well, one of the things that I'm, and I'm, I'm not going to go too far sure. down this. So if you're not interested in Dark Souls, you won't have to sit there bored for too long. Um, so I've been I've been watching uh, ENB and not Body Video, but somebody else because. Anybody anybody who's looking who's looking for like lore and trying to figure yeah. out the story on stuff. I, I don't like to diss people like this, but Vatividya does not discriminate between fact and speculation. Correct, and that's that's one of the reasons that I'm not I, I don't pay as much attention to his stuff. He yeah. does really good storytelling, yes. but if there's something that's you. 
Yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know the whole Sunbro, yeah. and you know where where did he come from and everything. He he doesn't say okay, this is what I think. He says nope. He's he's Lord Gwyn's son. Yeah, done. And as opposed to just saying, "All right, here's the here's the speculation portion." Mm-hmm. Right here's what we know. Here's what I think. Yeah, yeah. and and I I really appreciate that. Yeah. So one of the things because like there there were some connections between Dark Souls One and Two. Uh, in particular, those who had the Lord Souls in Dark Souls One, my opinion, they showed up in Dark Souls Two in different forms, either reincarnated or or something like that, and that was really interesting to me. Yeah. Um, so I've been going back through the the story and lore and stuff, and I want to see where the connections are. I want to understand how this fits into the world that I already know. Exactly. And so, and and like for me, the main, the funnest part mm-hmm. of Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Demon Souls, all that, is is going into a new area and not knowing where something's going to jump out at me. Yes. That is so fun. Yes. And um, and that that whole ambient storytelling is is something that's that's important to me. It is. I really enjoy that. And and that's it took me a while to get there, but Fallout Four doesn't do that as much as previous Fallout games have. I came upon this this little community, mm-hmm. and it's like the the missionary something common something. Okay. Anyway, it's it's this group of people, and they're like, hey, so. Uh, we uh, we have the answers to life, the universe, and everything. And okay, come exactly. come back yeah, in this dark yeah. room, and we'll talk about it. And he was like, "Give me your everything." So I loaded a previous save, went and dumped all of my stuff into a trash can nearby. <laughs> came back naked and itemless. Try to see, yeah, just to yeah, see just what to happens. see where yeah. it goes. And and when you give him all of your yeah. things, for one thing, Piper dislikes it. But for another thing, he goes, "Oh, well." Uh, Tell yourself that life is going to get better, and it will. That's stage one. <laughs> and the con- he has no more dialogue. There's no like other. There's missions there's no follow through. There's there's nothing else there. And okay. if you if you try to if you decline to give him all of your mm-hmm. possessions, or if you walk out of the room without giving him your possessions, mm-hmm. combat. Okay. See, and that, that's all, that I, is that, uh, that's that's all there is to that. <laughs> It's it's not even it's not even a clever con. It's hey, give us all your stuff and you'll be happy. Oh, you gave us all your stuff. Um, be happy. You know what they should have done? They should have modeled it after Scientology. Yeah. So give us all your stuff. Okay, here is stage one. Uh, you want to hear about stage two? You want to become level two? Yeah. You need to give us this. Yeah. And then go, it's just go this retrieve con. this item and this long thing. Either, and either, not even retrieving an item, just more money, more and more and more money to each each level. Yeah. And then at the end, nothing. <laughs> because then at least you're <laughs> that, like, that okay, okay, I've I've been conned. This is a total con. Now the yeah. whole the whole thing about uh, combat as soon as it happens, um, that makes sense to me if you were doing the doing the rest at the end. Is that are those the guys in the um, in a little amphitheater thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just I just wanted to see if there was anything there because it seems like everything in that game just channels you toward combat and only combat, yeah. and that's not the interesting part of Fallout. Mm-hmm. Fallout New Vegas did uh, a lot better on this. You can play all of New Vegas without killing anything. Yeah. Without killing anything. Without killing anything, um, which surprised me because I would talk my way out of situations, but there's certain certain parts of a game where um, 
like killing feral ghouls, right? I, mm-hmm. I don't consider that a, a aggressive thing. That's a very defensive. Yeah. If if it they're they're, they're coming to each feral ghouls or um, uh, whatever. If something's coming to attack you, that's different. Yeah. If uh, a gang of bandits is just happens to be there and they spot you and they're attacking you, mm-hmm. that's kind of self defense. Right. Okay. But um, they're, they're it, it's still going to be in your character to try to live. Um, you could <laughs> yes, run away. That, that is an aspect of every character <laughs> I create is survival instinct. They prefer to be alive, yes. right? Um, and the way that you have to, to beat Fallout New Vegas without killing anything, you have to run from those situations. Yeah. But but you still don't kill anything. You can well, still was... you still don't have to kill everything. There's every single mission where you're like, oh, go in and do and clear out. There's um. Uh, I'll just be vague. There's a section where someone's like, hey, go here and kill these things. Mm-hmm. You go there and kill those things. Those things are, are sentient. So you go there to kill those things. Um, but the very last aspect of the mission, as soon as you open the door, one of the one of them is there. Their leader talks to you, and you can talk your way out of it. So if you snuck through the area or just ran, got to him, opened the door, he has a conversation with you, and you talk your way out of it, everyone becomes peaceful. That, and that's, that's cool. That is very cool. And that's really cool. Um, I really like, and the way the way that another way that this kind of ties back into Dark Souls yeah. is in Dark Souls, you can kill anything and everyone. Yes. Like you, uh, Dark Souls Two, you can kill the Emerald yep. Herald. Yep. It's it's not advised. Yep. And and you actually get a little item that you would otherwise get way later in the yep. game. But I I like that too. I that and I, I, I I like <laughs> the fact that that you can. I like a game that that respects your decision and, yeah. and gives you options. Yeah. Speaking of that, Fallout Four. I don't know if you've ran into this. Does not allow you to kill everyone. No, it doesn't. Nope. Because Fallout Three did, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure Fallout New Vegas did too. Um, Fallout Three did, except for uh, children. Okay. You couldn't kill children. Okay. And I'm okay. With e- that. Except in except in a certain situation. Certain situation but yeah. Um, there was a situation that I ran into. Uh, again, it'll be vague. Uh, we're taking over an area, not taking over, taking over, but going in to, to do something. And they're See, like, that, that right. sounds that sounds like uh, that sounds like uh, conqueror semantics. We're not we're not taking we're not, over, taking over. Okay. We're, we had to occupy. We're taking over. We had to occupy. So I went in. Uh, I played with the institute, so I'm sided with them. So um, they took your kid, man. You're. <laughs> We'll talk later. Yeah, I know. I, we'll talk. I, later. I love. I love this whole consternation of. Oh, I want to. Uh, I want to argue with It'll you. Be but nice. I can't. It'll be nice. I'm not going to spoil it for you. We're, we're gonna. Uh, <laughs> later. Yeah, but. Um, so I'm with the institute, and they're like, "All right, we need to bring these synths back." I can spoil that part because that's what this. That's what the institute's all about, right? Yeah. The synths. So hey, we need to get these synths there with these people. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I go in there. I'm like, okay, this was not supposed to be a bloodbath, but it ended up being a bloodbath. I'm like, okay. Kill, 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 kill. There are people who are surrendering. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to kill them. Yeah. First of all, it's not my character. Second of all, Piper doesn't like it. Okay, I don't want to hurt. I don't want to hurt her feelings. So, uh, go through there, kill stuff. Um, don't want to upset the wife. I don't. So I go. I can't remember if it's before or after I actually did the thing. Mm-hmm. But when you come back out, your synths are still there, kind of patrolling around, at least while during this mission, at least I believe. Um, my synth started killing certain members. I don't know if the, I think one of them pulled out a gun. And the synth started shooting him, okay. and they go, ah, and then they crouched down, and the synth stopped shooting. 
And then Ugh. they get back up and, and pull out a gun, and the synths shoot him again. So I watched this guy die like five or six times. <laughs> yeah. And that, I can't. And, and that, that, that completely removes me from it the being situation. Yeah. And I, I can't suspend disbelief on that. Well, I even went, I honestly that. went in there, when he was crouched down, I tried to end it. I tried to end the person's suffering. <laughs> It and doesn't it sound like a very it, fun existence. And it didn't work. Nope. It didn't work. And that was 137 damage you know, in the face. And it didn't yeah. do a thing. So, yeah. irritating. Anyways, enough of that rant. Uh, so, so I, 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 basically kind of the overarching thing is we really like it when when companies let us do things and, and let us kind of play the game our own yes. way. And speaking of that... Griffball. Yes. Coming to Halo 5, yeah. which is a thing that, that came out of Rooster Teeth's Red and Blue. It was it was first an imaginary thing, and then they started putting it, like, then people modded it into the game. Then Microsoft went, haha, that's funny. Okay. Let's put that in there. And so, so yeah, so that's that's coming to Halo 5 in the February update, yeah. which, is, which is exciting. That's fun. Somebody has also modded a version of Rocket League into Halo into 5. Into Halo? That's cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's really cool. And shows you how awesome Rocket League is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I need to. I need to play Halo Five. Um, I've played every single one of them. I, I, I boycotted it purposely because mm -hmm. of the lack of split screen. So, so, do you, so when you when you boycott games that you still want to play, and this this kind of goes back yeah. to the whole piracy thing, but a more legit version of piracy. Sure. Rent um, uh, rental or buy used, um, or like just borrow it. I would borrow it. Uh, if I rent it, they still get revenue. Um, sure. Redbox, um, the way that they that they do, and I'm sure um, other. I don't know if uh, if it's a mom and pop place, they don't have to do this. Blockbuster used to have contracts with certain certain mm -hmm. ones. Where like, okay, well, this is how many you're you're renting, and we get a percentage of your rentals, and blah, blah, blah. Right. it's a way that they would give them an even cheaper uh, product. Okay, um, I believe Redbox does that as well. Um, the smaller mom and pop places, I think I would have to buy them. So I'd be more okay with that okay. Or, or borrowing them um, because I don't want them to even see that I'm interested in it. Because I like the I like the franchise. Yeah. But I don't want them to look at any metric and go, see? Okay, this apparently worked. Yeah. So. I know I might be in the minority of that, but it's my principle. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but something I am interested in is Final Fantasy IX coming to uh, Android and iOS. Yeah, and by principle, I won't buy this because it's it's eighteen dollars. Yes. On I no should have been ten. No, it, been 10. it's it it is currently ten. If you if you have a Vita or a PS3, you can buy Final Fantasy IX for ten dollars. It's worth ten. Ten dollars. Yeah, it's 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 a good game. If yeah. you if you haven't played it, I would recommend it. Uh, I do have a friend that has it on iOS, mm -hmm. and if if that's if that's where you want to play, it it is absolutely worth the twenty dollars, which. Contradicts everything I just said about why I'm not doing. Anyway, it's, it, it, if it's the only way you're going to experience yes. Final Fantasy IX, do it. Yeah, because yeah, that is that is a fun game, and it is it's a really it's a really good 3D tribute to where the series started. Yeah. You know, you you have Vivi the Little Black Mage is, is my favorite yeah. part of that whole game. Very cool reference to old school stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know you've got you've got the red mage, the blue mage, the yeah. black mage, and like these are these are all very distinctly homages to to the very base of yes. how the whole game started. Yeah. Um, my only problem with it is that the main character has a prehensile tail he uses once. 
he the, it's during a weird scene and he like jumps up and holds onto the rafters with his tail yeah. one time and there's a lot of situations where he should have been using his tail if he could <laughs> use it yeah mm. if there's only one one situation then that's different but even then that's that's just the contrived reasoning behind it i mean it's like oh we need to have this well let's retro make this guy have a tail that didn't have a tail before not necessarily or, or, have it in, okay in the, the, the closest series. thing for me is like giving r2 his little jet rocket things yeah, that he never uses that he never uses yeah. uh, at any at any point in the future is you know, yeah it's the whole james bond thing of like oh well we'll just have this gadget here really <laughs> really? <laughs> and why did Q mention every single gadget that you used and none of the gadgets that you didn't use? Because those are the only ones you get. You get your you get your he gives you your specific loadout. Yes. Based on scientifically <laughs> proven algorithms of what yeah. you're going to use this one and also Hollywood. Also Hollywood, yeah. Also Hollywood. Well if they if they said you get your usual Usual fare as well as well, this, and then you see some other other stuff used. That's cool. Yeah, you don't, but you don't. But you, you don't. Yeah. But um, but it's it's actually better explained in the books, and and he he will detail. He when he hands them the items, he says, "This is your item. This is how you use it." And then he there's there's a little comment at the end that like, says, "And because you're going to be in this environment dealing with these kind of I people or whatever, be, I think this may be okay, useful to you." That's cool. Which. Because in the movies, it's just like, oh, look, here's a new thing that I developed. And you're like, yeah. Okay. Really? Random? Okay. Yeah. And and you'll need it in three yeah. days. Once. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, speaking of needing something, uh, game trailers shut down. Yes. And 13 years uh, mm -hmm. in the business, um, um, game trailers was one of the sites that I think a lot of us have gone to. Uh, one of the older sites that uh, that has been there, and it's apparently very sudden. Some of the people found out a couple hours before yeah. the notice. Uh, which some, is some of the people that worked there. Yes, yeah, that's what I mean. Some of the people that worked there were told just a couple hours before the announcement. Um, yeah, you're done. It's not even. It's not even like all right, we're going to shut down in three or four months. It's and today's it's, the last day. Yeah, and it's it's an interesting thing because where game trailers. Be because of its age, that was right around the time the the videos on the internet became a more common yeah. thing because people could actually access yeah. them instead of having to wait two days to download it overnight. Yeah. Which, yeah, YouTube wasn't a thing at the time. Yeah. Um, so YouTube's now kind of taken over a lot of it, and they've and, and they had their trailers, version of it. game trailers also for for a very long time. I'd I'd say. Probably five or six years, yeah. they refused to to let YouTube have their stuff, yeah. and they would they would try to fight every time somebody shared something that had their little tag on it. Yeah, and yeah, but it, it is it is disappointing because it's a it's a part of history and it's a part that I participated in. Yeah. Um. So, rest in peace, GameTrailers.com. Yep. Um. But in that, in the opposite end of that, because you have the whole life and death as something well, dies. Life something and death, and also uh, companies acknowledging their place in the industry sure. and and wanting to to contribute to be a part of it instead of fighting to hold on to, to yeah. theirs. Uh, two bits. Amazon has released uh, the Cry Engine completely free. Mm -hmm. 
and and uh, the the only way that you have to pay is if you're using their particular metrics on how to share correct uh, like share your play or whatever which is really cool I like that yeah and uh, so it's it's a modified version of CryEngine and then the it lumber has yard is what the lumber yard yeah. yes and uh, <laughs> and if you if you go down through the the user license agreement there's a part that says that if you if, if in a zombie apocalypse you 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 can you can use it to start up or shut down various nuclear reactors <laughs> and to, you know use it use it to to save yourself sure only if for good. you need it only for good only and I, I, I just thought that was really fun yeah i thought it was hilarious and i think i think very soon it'll be interesting to to look back and see cuz amazon they starting I, I think starting with the the android app store yeah. they they started to look at gaming as okay this is a thing we we've decided to push out our own platform here okay now what yeah and then they they like started a couple of development teams and they're doing different things and and most of it is within their own infrastructure yeah. but they're also branching out to other things and yeah. and <laughs> you know when it comes over to consoles when we start paying attention <laughs> to it but yeah I still I still pay attention to, to some PC. PC is not as convenient as me uh, for me, and, but as a console. But that's just me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's good. I mean, any time that you're uh, allowing more uh, versatility and adding more uh, diversity, getting developers that might not have had access to your engine previously, mm-hmm. getting them to jump on there is is great. You get more interesting uh, ideas that way. Yeah. And also things like this. Um, Things like this mm-hmm. is why I'm willing to give Amazon money consistently. Yeah. Like I know they're making money hand over fist with with Prime and me ordering all manner of things from them. But they're also taking those profits, those funds, and investing them in yeah. in you know we, we we talk about it a lot. But this is another thing that doesn't profit for the company. This is this is not for profit, but it does help yeah. to build an infrastructure. Correct. Where they can benefit. Correct. Because Amazon as a whole is not making a ton of profit overall because of the amount of money that they lost in other ventures. Mm-hmm. But they're doing that for future proofing, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're investing in stuff they believe in. Exactly. Which is always important. Yes. Yeah. Um, so apparently PS3 controllers can be used for Street Fighter V. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you know why? No. This is Fighter Sticks. Ah, you don't have okay. to spend another hundred and fifty dollars on a fighter stick because, come on, you've you've gotten used to exactly how yours runs and yeah. yours only runs the way this. Sure, yeah. you, you don't want to change out a control board. Even even mm-hmm. that can can mess something up. So yeah. uh, awesome for USB. Yeah, that's why I love USB because <laughs> yeah. it's essentially firmware at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fantastic. Uh, very cool. This is another example of uh, the third party market. Um, being important and showing how much people uh, how, how much people keep playing games and the fighter community mm-hmm. uh, very much like the multiplayer shooter community they will buy a game <laughs> and play that game and devote themselves, and devote themselves until to they game. know every nuance and in and out and yeah. they will adapt the next game if if they really enjoy it or if everyone else is and they realize okay I have to move mm-hmm. um, it's it's the same reason people played like the Halo Two multiplayer and everything. They just held on to it until the server shut down, <laughs> because. Yep. Th- and this is this is a great part of the the community. These are these are people who are who are hardcore fans 
who, when the Street Fighter V comes out, it's an instant buy for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them, I will say, uh, I'd like to see the demographic on this because some of them are hardcore fanboys of one or the other, and some of them just play any fighters. Yeah, because I know quite well, a few people that do that, and they have yes, they have things they don't they're, like. But they're they're going to have preferences. People people that that, that play all the fighters yeah. have their game, yeah. and then they play the rest. Agreed, and that's and because yeah, yeah. Um, have you seen any of the grudge match stuff on IGN? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's it's uh, Brian Altano and Max. Okay, and they're they're neither one of them has really been into fighters before. Okay. They each have a professional fighter coach who's training them, like teaching them how to play fighters. That's fighter. cool. That's yeah. really cool. And it's really fun because I I like Street Fighter. Yeah, I I like Tekken, but I don't I don't know and understand those games. Yes. Yeah. I'm not a button masher, but I'm not a. Uh, I don't devote time to. Okay, this move is 16 frames. Mm-hmm. This move yeah, is 20 yeah. frames. Therefore, this move is more advantageous to do for damage. For this situation. For this situation. Yeah. If they're doing this, I can tell by this point I've got to react. Yeah, and that's that's the kind of stuff that they're yeah. learning, and it's it's really interesting because I'm I'm with you on that, yeah. and I have I have not invested that kind of time. To anything since Killer Instinct, <laughs> yeah, like Killer Instinct on the Super Nintendo, Mortal Kombat I, Two for me. I can I can beat you up. Alex just got that for his Super Mortal game. Kombat Two. Yeah, nice. uh, he he got the cart as part of, of as part of like a bundle. That's really um, cool. But yeah, um, so it's it's been really fun for me to mm-hmm. just sit and watch. Okay, this is this is what they're doing, and this is this is why I see this, and then I can go back and watch more like professional fighting, whatever. Yeah. Um, my favorite one though is that is that one like I think it's probably the most famous fighting video on YouTube. It's the one where the the guy gets down to like just the sliver <laughs> of health and then blocks like seventeen yeah. moves in a row yeah. and then comes back and wins. Yeah. That type of stuff is amazing. I, 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 I love, love when that can be done in a in a game. I absolutely love that. Uh, same thing it's and I know this isn't this isn't uh, fighters but Hearthstone. Um, Magic the Gathering, to an extent, um, is more of a once you get to a certain point, the, the game's over. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why if I played with. Uh, I have a handful of my friends. Um, I consider them friends that I played with when I played. I played Magic tournaments like every weekend for mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. And there were a couple guys that I that I played with that by turn four, you know, <laughs> we're both at twenty health, and they'll they'll go. Oh, you got this. We'll scoop up. Because they know what's going to happen. They, they can, they can right. probability-wise, what's yeah. going to happen at that point. Um, and Hearthstone isn't quite like that. You can swing. I've had three health and swung back, and I wasn't playing a priest. Didn't have a way to heal myself. There's still ways to do that. I've, I've had opponents down to like four or five health, mm-hmm. and then that next turn they completely took over the board. And I had no way to get rid of their six or seven people, six yeah. or seven, and then I will concede at that point. But in Hearthstone, I'm conceding like the turn before, or maybe two turns before, not like five or six turns before, which is Magic the Gathering. Yeah. So anytime you can get that kind of swing, that's fantastic. Which is why I like playing um, Commander. I know I've mentioned this on the show before, Commander or EDH uh, for Magic the Gathering. If you haven't played that format, um, it is the king of hyperbole. You can have the most ridiculous things happen that you would not have expected. Yeah. And I love that. I don't care if I win or lose. That was cool. You got a hundred a hundred goblins? Good on you. <laughs> and I like I like games where 
where the the subtleties and and like you can you can really dig into yeah. and find these these specialized tactics and whatever. Yeah. But it, I think it's also important to to have games that that are fun, even if you're not that good. You're gonna and like Rocket League. Rocket League is one of those games. Which Rocket League's uh, releasing uh, on the 17th? They're releasing a DLC, right? No, no, no. This sorry. is when it's coming to the Xbox One. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Sorry. Right. So yeah. it's it's coming to Xbox, Xbox One on the 17th. <coughs> if you haven't played it, buy it. Uh, yeah. 19.99 gets With you the DLC. game and all the DLC that's been released so far. The the Wasteland and the Grab it. Yes, it is complete. It's worth twenty. It's honestly to me, it's worth thirty. And, um, and plus, you get all the uh, all the cars from the supersonic acrobatic rocket power battle cars. That's right. Set. Very good. Um, My practice. It's it's completely worth the money. Not only is it worth the money, you're you're gonna enjoy, you guys who haven't played this uh, who are Xbox owners, you're going to enjoy it more. I'm not. You you've heard me on the show before. I'm not a racer fan. I'm not a sports ball guy. But this stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Um, it it may be one of the most fun games to play, and uh, yeah, you, if you're playing against a bunch of people who are really, really, really good, yeah, you might get get your it handed to you, but it's still fun. Yeah. It's not like getting camped in a multiplayer shooter game where it's like, okay, I've died 37 times and I've shot no one. Yeah. You have you can contribute, you can have fun, you can have crazy things happen, and and it's it's just remarkable. So it's, have you have you gotten a shot at the at the Rocket Labs? I haven't yet. I okay. I was I was playing Firewatch. So but okay. I needed Okay. Uh yeah, the I've I haven't I've seen two of the three maps and played each of them twice. Okay. Uh there's there's one more map that I, I heard about. I haven't like seen it in game or anything, but I believe that there's also like a donut one. Yeah. And so I the, play that. So yeah, it's 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 really fun how how just a slight change makes it a little bit different because they it has like the on the on the Sides on the sidelines, maybe a quarter, twenty percent of the field is raised by, you know, just I don't know dimensions in that game. Are we playing RC cars? <laughs> are they real cars? They, are they they're technically RC cars. Okay, then so there's, there's a set. Okay, inches, there's a section. Three inches. <laughs> I don't know. Four, Pretend four, it's feet. Pretend it's feet. Okay. Make it four, easier four, four times the height of your car. Four times the height of your car. Yeah, it's twenty feet. So it's it's like this. It's like this and ramp. Hold on, average car being what? Four. We'll call four feet. So Wait, I thought 16. you said RC cars. Well, I was saying make it easy. Make it easier for yourself to visualize a real car. Okay. Okay. If we're going with real cars, then average cars. Yeah, it's probably tall, about a five story and a half tall. So fifteen that's twenty a, feet. That's a yeah, and and it's it's curved or it's it's not curved up but it's it's angled up like a like a ramp. Yeah. So so if you're if you're going full speed on that mm-hmm. then you're going to have to go up hit the wall come down and then position. <laughs> but if you if you can angle it just right then you can kind of slide, slide onto yeah, that's it. Cool. That's cool. And so like if the, if the ball's up there the cool thing is it makes positioning and are you playing offense are you playing defense what are you doing in this situation? It it's it's it, it internalizes a lot of that, and sure. it makes it way more important that you have somebody on defense because otherwise you're going to fly off the edge, and everybody's going to be out of commission for three or four seconds, yeah. which is an eternity. Yeah, it is. And then the other one is it has it has the the goal kind of angled out like this with a post in the middle. I like that. That's cool. And <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really cool. Speaking of Rocket League, how often do you actually use the side jump flip? Things because I really don't. You know what I'm talking about? All day, every day. I don't use it very. You use it as much. 
I use it more for repositioning myself than I use it for hyperbole, backflip, kick a goal in. Okay, yeah, but if that that's how you I tell still them, use them. That's how you tell the ball where to go. To go left or right? Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Work work on that then because that's <laughs> Um, uh, and, and uh, also, apparently, I'm not as I'm not as good. Okay, so I do more like pool wise, right? Where the ball is this way. Okay. And I position myself to hit it at an angle. Okay, I thought you were saying pool wise, where you hit a, another card a certain angle to knock it into the ball to knock it in a direction. Oh no no, I meant I meant okay. Because uh, that I meant the I meant the side flip, mm -hmm. left right front. I right, do the front you, flip a lot, but okay. I'm more I'm more position. I get I guess I haven't. Seen a, every time that I try to do it, mm -hmm. uh, I end up missing so bad that the ball then is getting okay. in position with something. Well, there's the the main thing about it is I do that, the front one. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, um, the side ones. The side ones is where I'd use it more to reposition myself to like scoot myself over to get to get a to get a better angle on it. Yeah. Okay. Because every time that I've tried to oh I'm gonna side hit it in I miss it and then the ball goes over and gets to my opponent's okay. position. Well, the the other thing that's when when that's most important though is when you're coming at it at an angle. Yeah. Instead of trying to get behind it and push it, you can nudge it. You to can the side. you can do it. You can do it a lot faster by aiming in front of it and then okay. jacking it over. That to may the side. work because the best the, the part that, in my opinion, is is the most interesting part. The corners always bunch up more than anything in the traditional rock mm -hmm. league map. They bunch up because you don't want the goal to go it to go over. The because if it goes you, you over, want it, you want to clear it, the goal. or you or you're <laughs> yeah. trying to get it in front of the goal. Because if you get it in front of the goal, yeah, chances are someone's going to knock it in. Yeah, or you want to clear it and get it away from that. So yeah. um, that so, may help my my positioning in regards to knocking it in because I'm mm -hmm. really good at that, really yeah. good at seeing that area. But mine is usually head on. I what it's a head on, but it's usually at an angle. So that'll help me if I head on and then flip. To make sure it goes in the right way. Yeah. I'm not head on like I have to hit it straight. It's it's going forward and then positioning it like playing pool. Okay. Where it's like okay this angle yeah, 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 will yeah. get this reaction. I got you. All right. So there's your I'll Rocket League tips for this week. Tips for the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in other news. In other news. <laughs> Nintendo's uh, unveiled some licensing plans, which. Yeah. I'm... Kimishima has been talking about like <laughs> revitalizing Nintendo and and everything, but eh, I don't see toothbrushes as a way to. Um, okay, so Minecraft stuff is everywhere, right? Angry but Birds stuff angry is stuff everywhere because kids are playing right. Angry Birds in Minecraft. Yeah, you need kids to be playing. Get kids to play Mario. Yeah. Why? Okay, how do then you get that, a young that kid? That needs to be your introduction to the yes. character is is the video game. And what Kimishima said is um, that very few uh, kids or new users are experiencing Mario via the console games. Yes, that's a problem. So we need to make sure they're introduced to him in some other way. No. Okay, that only works. Fix, yeah, <laughs> fix the. <laughs> Yes, the fact that, that very few kids and new users are being introduced to Mario in games, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. The solution is not to introduce him in some other way. Yeah. The solution is to make Mario more accessible without having a system that's 75% of a way more powerful console price 
and keeping your prices at $50 because our games are quality and they're worth it. No. Swallow your pride and let more people use it, access it, fall in love with it. We we are in love with with Nintendo IPs yes. because we got to play them mm-hmm. and because they were ubiquitous. Yeah. Everybody had or wanted a yes. Nintendo. Yes. Everybody had or wanted a Super Nintendo. Yeah. And if you didn't want it, you were explaining why yours was better, and you still <laughs> had to explain why yours was better and compare. You still had to know Nintendo yeah. backwards and forwards. Yeah. The the biggest problem, um, unless you're parenting um, the way I'd say you're probably doing, where you're exposing your kids to these classic games, and they appreciate the games because of that. Yeah. Um, if you're not doing that as a parent, if they're if the kids are gravitating towards whatever is actually on the market right now, hmm. they may not gravitate towards Mario because traditional Mario, the 2D aspect of that, some of the kids don't like. Yeah. What you need to do is you need to have another 3D Mario. <laughs> you need uh, so more like Galaxy, more like that, give an open world aspect to Mario. Yeah. Uh, Mario 64 did a great job of this to an extent, where I'm going here, I'm going there, I'm going here, you're choosing different levels. And you, you explore. Yeah, giving a way to explore with to, as the, I love Mario Galaxy, Mario Galaxy explored, but explored linearly. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can give the exploration in regards to games like Minecraft and being able to even build uh, a 3D kind of aspect for... I mean, the Mario Maker is great. Imagine is. taking Mario Maker 3D. So, you create a Mario 64 style game for the for the NX. You make it open I, world I where you can jump around. I don't think you could do that, but... Um it would like be- I, I think I think the the tools the thing the reason that Mario Maker works so well and why everybody thinks they can make a level is Mario 2D mm-hmm. is inherently simple easy to understand mm-hmm. immediately I agree and that's that's why it works so well that's why we all played it yeah. because um, you saw the the thing where Miyamoto was talking about the way that they constructed level okay. one one yes highly recommended video please Very please I'll, tag that I'll tag it in here somewhere I'm not going to put a video on here because Nintendo has uh, copyright noticed us multiple times so I'll just put a link right there <laughs> yeah they will but um but but he he goes into detail about how the game explains itself mm-hmm. to you immediately when you come in and and this is how we're going to do it yeah. and and so you know you see the Goomba you die to the Goomba mm-hmm. you see the mushroom. But the mushroom looks happier and different, and you're probably going to run into it anyway. And then yes. you're like, oh, this is how it goes. Which is why if you're facing forward and you hit the block, it goes the same way. It goes that way so that way it can come back to you. Yes. They, they're trying. It's 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 conveyance. Uh, shout out to uh, Pro Jared and the Mega Man X yes. <laughs> um, bit. So it's, it's really important. I agree on that, but that's in regards to level making. The thing that Minecraft... Um, brought in that uh, adults don't understand as much as kids is the, uh, not to say we don't, don't understand but kids will gravitate towards the sandbox element of I'm just making stuff to make stuff yeah if you if you <laughs> watch I need to make stuff for if, a reason I can't, I can't yeah do that. I, I plan Ain't nobody got time I, for that. I plan um, in Minecraft I have my create I have my uh, regular survival world I play mm-hmm. Minecraft in survival because to me otherwise there's there's no fun in it I play yeah. survival and then I have a, I have a creative world that's completely flat, that is made to be my sandbox. It's essentially a lab. Yeah. I have unlimited resources. 
they can make sure certain electronics work in regards to redstone because redstone's hard to get. Um, so I can make uh, specific farms or lighting situations, whatever I want to do, I can play there. I don't do it very often, but if I have an idea, I can mess with it there and then go back to the real world and, and do it. Tying this, tying this back into into uh, Mario Maker and yeah. creativity and stuff. Somebody made a working calculator. Yes. In Mario Maker. Yes. And and I, I still don't understand how people do the things they do in in Minecraft. Yeah. And, and Mario Maker and everything. I don't entirely understand like how they do what they do. Yeah. But like the 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 Minecraft and the and the Mario Maker, the creativity and the the freedom yeah. to do that has been amazing. And so, like that's that is that is a very different game mm -hmm. than 2D Mario, but like, how much resources do you have to commit to give us like a uh, what was there was there's a lot of like quasi 2D stuff that they've been doing and like with 3D mm -hmm. 3D world, but like uh, at the same time as 3D world, like there's like a little big planet style stuff or. It, well, what I'm what I'm saying is is like the like the NES remix or whatever. Yeah. Like that stuff is is really accessible, really easy to get a handle on. Yeah. If you if your problem is that people are not experiencing your things on a mm -hmm. console, drop out of hardware and put it on the. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But but yeah. So so. We're we're still kind of feeling out where Keen Machine sure. is, whether we like the direction that he's going. Mm -hmm. um, but this this to me seems like he's he's kind of aiming for non-gamer people instead of reaching for a way to introduce people yes. to gaming because yeah. it's it's easier than it has ever been to introduce people to gaming because it's everybody everybody games on their phones it's everywhere we we know how this goes yeah. and then you have the entire generation that has grown up with with Nintendo or whatever, and this is these are established IPs that people know. Make it easier for new people to get into it, yes. and the previous generation will pass that down. Oh, they will. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I I do it, but it's it's way harder <laughs> than it should be. Yeah, it, and that's that's it the is. problem. It is, and I think especially when you see Splatoon, completely uh, is is doing uh, is amazing. And it's an intellectual property that was not, was not there before. You yeah. didn't have to plant seeds to get people to play a game. Yeah. Um, you need the game, you need the product to be there, as opposed to having the byproduct being the toys to get people right. to watch the product. It's like if there were amazing toys for the new Star Wars movie and the Star Wars movie sucked. Like, I don't know, episode one. Yeah. <laughs> or, or if they charged $60 for you to get in and see the... The problem wouldn't be that you made a movie that's not good. The no. problem is that it costs sixty dollars to see this. That well, you know, with the bundles, you know, we're looking at upwards of three hundred dollars as an entry point for this thing that is almost universally appealing mm -hmm. for a console. You mean three hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah. That for the, the Wii U, the, the intro level. Yeah. yeah, and they they have done a good job, and this is played out in the three mm -hmm. DS sales. 3DS, the 3DS family, I'll say that, sure. continues to sell mm -hmm. at, at blockbuster rates mm -hmm. because the point the point of entry is easy to get into and people yes. people who are willing to, to buy the 2D block tablet thing, sure, there there's a way for them to do that. Yeah. But they they have they're they're unwilling to drop their prices because they are they are too proud of we have made this incredible thing. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. 
but if you have an incredible the, the Wu-Tang album they got sold and nobody's going to get to listen to it it doesn't matter how good that album yeah. is thanks Martin Shkreli whatever your name is yeah that's yeah so yeah so the the my, my perspective on this and, I, and I'll, I'll sure. finish with this <laughs> then we can move on to something else the thing that he's missing is is that we need to be able to recommend this to somebody yes we need to be able to say, hey, here's the thing, let me show you this. And that's that's why Rocket League worked so well. Yeah. Because you can put somebody down in front of Rocket League with a controller and say, here, play this. Yeah. And they're like, wow, that was awesome. I'll come over sometime and play it. And you go, well, or you could spend 15, 20 bucks and, get it. and play it on your yeah. PC or your PlayStation play or anything. now your Xbox. Yeah. Just go and play, play it there. Us, and yeah. yeah, and yeah. play with me and that's that's how these things spread. Yeah. And that's that's what we need to it's be organic. able to do. It and needs to spread organically. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what I think maybe he's not getting with his whole licensing yeah. thing. And that's so, that's disappointing. Kimishima call me. I'll talk to you about how you need to do this. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll send we'll a translator. And and if you want to come on the show, we are absolutely open to that possibility. Yes. And please explain to us why you're doing things the way you're doing. Definitely. Open forum. Open yeah. forum. Cool. And Reggie, you can stay where you're at. <laughs> I'll, I'll allow you to uh, to sit in a, on another episode, Reggie. Don't worry. I'll be nice. I'll be diplomatic. <laughs> All right. All right, Reggie. You can come on. Maybe. Um, so, in other news, uh, so Walking Dead miniseries coming out uh, February 23rd. Mm-hmm. This, uh, is, this is the one about Michonne. It's just going to be correct. three quick episodes. Yeah. The interesting thing this about this... This is the gaming this, miniseries, not the Walking Dead series. Fear the Walking Dead. Dead or Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead comic book. So, this is the video game offshoot of the Walking Dead game. If, if, if they're interested, <laughs> they already know all You already know now. Michonne is awesome. So you get, she is. Yeah, so miniseries of... So, essentially, it's a the smaller version it's not a full on season they call it a mini series so I'm guessing I'm guessing that means that it's that it's one season it's one intact season not continuation the most interesting thing about this to me is that they've committed to monthly episodes the first one's going to come out on February 23rd this is the first time that Telltale has said this is when our game is coming out and I will be I will be intrigued I will applaud if that actually (laughs) happens I will be so surprised Prediction: It's not going to happen. <laughs> but if they if they do, if it, and if if they manage, if they figured out how to run their horrible engine, yeah, and actually be able to put something out on a monthly basis, yeah. that will be an interesting turning point, and that might be something that more people could get excited about yeah. because I nobody likes to wait without any expectation of when they're going to get the thing. Yeah, that's and, why people binge watch through Netflix and stuff. I mean. <laughs> oh, I've been watching through Netflix and stuff because I can't remember Jack. Like I came back, I came back after the mid-season point of, of Flash and Arrow, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, uh, Dark is. Uh, oh, what is he doing? What is this thing? Who's that?" <laughs> and yeah, I, I yeah. yeah, memory problems. Yeah, but speaking of memory problems, the Sonic movie uh, is being made with com- combination of CGI and live action. Um, <laughs> Well played, sir. So, uh, did you guys not see what happened with the Dreamcast when you tried to introduce a human human character with Sonic and it just doesn't work because it doesn't work? And there's right, so 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 okay. So you you watch and and kind of have a better perspective yeah. on the movies. Yeah. Uh, CGI and and real people. Yeah. Besides Space Jam. Okay. Are there good ones? Yes. 
What? In fact, uh, the Jungle Book movie that's coming out, if you haven't seen the trailer for that. Have you seen the trailer for that? Because it looks amazing. Uh, they, they look like real animals that just happen to be able to talk. Okay. And it's it's... When you have an ability to do that... But does John Cleese play any of the gorillas? Um, because that would be important for me. <laughs> I can't remember if he's in it. I don't want. I, I won't check it here. Okay. Um, you have you have um, Andy Serkis because of course uh, you have Scarlett Johansson. You have so many people who are going to be in this movie and playing. You have a cast of characters. The more people are doing CGI that are not doing CGI, hmm. and it's going to be remarkable. It looks beautiful. You can do it. You can do this the right way, but the problem is that when you do Sonic and try to do Sonic in the real world, you're getting into the Who Framed Roger yeah. Rabbit aspect of, like, okay, this is just corny. Yeah. How do I deal well, with and that? Well, and then you also have um, another shout-out to, to Matt Patton, the Game Theorists. Um, his, his whole thing of, okay, Sonic is not moving at supersonic <laughs> speeds. Not really. He's, he's this tall... The math on that one is is yeah. one of the things that makes it one of my favorite episodes. He, he talks about, okay, how tall is Sonic? How fast <laughs> is Sonic? What can Sonic do? Yeah. And if Sonic was actually supersonic, would the Mario and Sonic Olympic Games even make sense? They wouldn't. <laughs> this Doesn't also make sense. does not make sense. Sonic, if you did a Sonic movie, the way they're doing a Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank movie, right? Mm -hmm. And if you did a Sonic movie that way. Yeah. So do a Sonic movie... Who does who does Sonic? And who should the Sonic appeal to right now? If there's a Sonic movie coming anybody, out, anybody, anybody who watched Family Matters, bring back <laughs> Jaleel White. Let him voice Sonic again because yeah. his voice is so perfect for Sonic. I, there's, I'm there's, fine with that. Yeah. There's two separate uh, animated series. I think both are still on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Watch them. Watched them a long time ago with the girls. Two separate Sonic TV yes. series. Both had Sonic. Voiced by Jaleel White, yes. the voice of Urkel in Family Matters. Yes. And I'm okay with that. It's, it's, it's fun. I'm completely okay with that. What I, what I was getting at was, bad. for Sonic, what, you, what, they, what they should be doing with Sonic is to go, okay, we, we have built-in fans, if you want to call them fans of Sonic. You have some fans, some people who appreciate it, and if a good Sonic game came out, they would buy it. But Th there is, there how is, do you get people who are, not who are not excited about it? The best way to do it is, to, I mean, if you're going to do a movie... Mm -hmm. This movie should be appealing to kids. This yeah, should be a, this should be a 3D CGI well done CGI movie, not the cheap CGI, yeah. but a, a well done, um, basically that looks like in game CGI kind of thing. Do that as a movie. Don't yeah. real world any no kids don't want that. This is not no. Space Jam. This is not Cool World. Sonic don't Sonic do in particular doesn't really work no. in the real world. He he has to be in his own universe with his own rules. That's the only way that Sonic makes sense. Yeah. I don't I don't yeah. This is gonna maybe, be a huge maybe okay. Yeah. So so take Sonic, <laughs> imbue him, just give him the Flash's powers, uh -huh. and then maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, but, but it's going to end up being like Alvin and the Chipmunks. It's going to be horrible. Okay. So what you're saying is I won't see it, and I'll be surprised every time they anybody talks about it? Yeah. Okay. They come out with sequel after right. sequel? Yeah. So there's... there's Squeakle? Our, our prediction. <laughs> okay, you weren't sorry before. Now you should be sorry. Yeah. All right. So that's that's a thing that's going to happen, and Sega's working with, mm -hmm. with Sony Pictures, and that will come out, they've said, in 2018. So that's that's 
Yeah. Not something that we're excited about at all, and I, I, I don't care. I'm gonna so we're, we're not going to talk about it probably again until it comes out, and we go, wow, they actually yeah, did it. I may talk about it if there's some stills and stuff released, or I guess there wouldn't be stills at this point, but whatever it is, I may talk about it because it's, it's going to be a train wreck. Right. It's going to be a train wreck. But what's not going to be a train wreck, what Things I think we are excited about. I'm excited about it. So Microsoft really wants you to buy uh, Quantum Break. <laughs> so badly um, do they want you to buy it. I already wanted to buy Quantum Break. Mm-hmm. Um but they're releasing a bundle. At first, I thought this was just if you get Quantum Break, but it is a bundle. Right, it's, Xbox it's a, One bundle. Well, yes, but also if you pre-order Quantum Break, you also get also all you this can pre-order. Stuff. So uh, if you pre-order Quantum Break, which I was going to do anyways, mm-hmm. you get uh, you Quantum get, Break. Uh, you get Alan Wake. You get Alan Wake uh, DLC. Uh, there's two bits of DLC for that. Uh, and American Nightmare was a separate American game, Nightmare right? is a separate game, yeah. so you get that as well. Uh, American Nightmare was a I can't remember if it was during or if it was. I'm pretty sure it was. At, it was after the DLC. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, we want to do this other thing," and it's kind of we're going to do it as a uh, as a um, XBLA game as opposed to a full on title. Right. So you're going to get all of those for ordering and break and and the PC version. You yes. Get, when you when you pre-order it on Xbox, then you get a, a PC like Windows 10 code or whatever, and then like. A dozen people got really mad. Did you see? No, I didn't. Oh my goodness! Okay, there's. Why were they mad? Okay, because they already pre-ordered. No, because it's not an Xbox exclusive anymore. You said this was an Xbox exclusive, and only I would get to play it. Okay. So there, there was a guy. I'm not going to name here because I don't want anybody to pay attention sure. to him. But he, he jumped up and said, "I have canceled my pre-order, Phil Spencer, because you said this was going to be an Xbox exclusive, and you lied to me." And Phil Spencer tweeted back at him. I, I, I really like Phil Spencer. Yeah. And and his his genuine confusion on this issue yes. was just really wonderful because <laughs> most of most of the people I saw were also confused, but uh, particularly That's like, that's it's, straight it's, up that's Uber fanboy. Uh, right it's that's, so weird. Yeah. And and he said, Okay, so you've let me get this straight. You've canceled the pre-order on a game you were excited about because someone else will get to play it. Yeah. And yeah, so there, it, it's not it's not just that one person, but that one person has uh, a good chunk of followers, and so a lot of people saw the ex- yeah. exchange. And there, I I did see people agreeing with him, saying, "What's the point of having an Xbox if it, if this game's coming to PC? Because that's ludicrously expensive." The other thing he complained about was, well, PC gamers, you know, they only have to buy the game. We have to pay for this in Xbox Live. It's like, okay, there's no multiplayer for Quantum Break. Yeah. So, no, you don't. (laughs) And the the cost of the... And Kotaku... I love how Kotaku researches this stuff and figures out why this argument is ridiculous. But they they actually uh, built the PC Mm -hmm. uh, price-wise. Yeah. They, they built a PC that. Yep. that had the minimum specs, mm-hmm. and they said, okay, so in order to, to buy this, have the game, and play it yeah. on a PC yeah. is going to be like $980. Sounds right. And, or... $400. $400, and you buy it, and you have all the thing and all the games, <laughs> yeah. and you have an Xbox, and you have a controller, yeah. and this is where it was built originally. Yeah. So PC, it'll probably be... it w- Okay, it will PC's be prettier, yeah. but... You can play it here for cheaper. Why for half you, the price. For yeah, why why are you complaining? Yeah. And it, was, it was it was it was just a really weird exchange, and I 
I, I don't entirely understand it. And I, I applaud Microsoft. Well done. <laughs> because if, if, if the idea is to build the ecosystem, to build this environment, <laughs> to build a group where people can play games where they want. Correct. And in a, in a way, um, in regards to building an ecosystem where people can play where they want, uh, Spencer Phil Spencer also mentioned that he wants PC and Xbox One to be cross-platform. Yes, cross-platform. And uh, they're all uh, Microsoft Quantum Break, servers. Quantum Break is actually going to be cross-save. That's fantastic. Which is cool. Which makes sense why they're saying, hey, you know, you buy it here, you get it there. Yeah. Because if you are playing it on, let's say... Uh, you are playing it on Xbox, but you also want to play it on your laptop or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's that's great. Yeah, you, it's it's a Microsoft uh, server, so it, it makes sense that they can uh, they can build their architecture around this. Yeah, and I think that's fantastic. Yeah, and it's it, on you. it's also a, another aspect of like how how with the with the Wii U you can play on the gamepad if somebody else is using the TV. This this gives you more options on how to play this game. If you want to, if you have like the perfect PC headset. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> You know, or if you want to play it, lounge back in the couch in the living room That's and watch like. it with somebody. Yeah. You know, there's there's different ways to play it. Different people are going to want to play it mm -hmm. different ways. And the more options you give people, the more accessible your game is, the more accessible this IP is. And Quantum Break is a new IP. Right. They want to build that. Yeah. So the more people know about it, the more people are excited about it, the more chance it has to succeed. It's yeah. it's it's good business. It's good for gaming. And it's 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 a forward push to your customers really that say, is. however you want to play this, whatever whatever niche demographic you fit into, please play this product. Yeah. See if you like it. Play it. And, and that's cool. Yeah. Cause, and also, we might get Alan Wake, too. Hopefully. They, they have mentioned that, that it is something they want to do. Um, yeah. It's just they're doing Quantum Break right now, and they don't want to... Yeah. They don't want to... And that, that is a, that's a <laughs> way bigger project. Yeah. And, and there's there's been a lot more... It it has it has a much bigger uh, development budget yeah. than Alan Wake was going to get because Alan Wake is going to be something that is a really big deal to a very small group of people. Exactly, and they're I hoping that Quantum Break will be a bigger. big deal to a big group of yeah. people. Exactly. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But I'm 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 excited about it. I am, I am too. What we got next? Uh, well, so we got new backwards compatible games uh, available for Xbox. Yep. Speaking uh, of Xbox, <laughs> speaking of Xbox, which we should have mentioned earlier on. Uh, so. The new uh, list includes uh, Lego Batman, mm -hmm. uh, American Nightmare, which yep. you just mentioned, right. um, but no Red Dead. No Red. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm okay when, with with a game like Red Dead or something. I want to make sure it works right. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It, I'd, I'd rather late product better than yeah. bad product. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Um, Lego Batman and American Nightmare are both both really good. If you haven't played American Night, well, I guess if you haven't played Night American Nightmare, you don't have Xbox. You don't have it unless you buy it digitally. But blah 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 blah. Lego Batman. Please, fun. someone <laughs> conjugate that sentence for me because that was just fun. <laughs> yeah, that worked. But uh, yeah, Lego Batman is out, and Lego Batman's fun. So yes. go for it. Um, and the I, I, brief comment yeah. on uh, this is this is the first time that they've kind of released some new games and said, hey, there's there's new stuff available. And they're, it, it's still a group of games, but they didn't come out and say, hey, here's the new games. They just said, hey, there's new games. Here's the list of 138 games that are backwards compatible. <laughs> and so somebody at Kotaku had to dig through and go, okay, here's this list. Here's this, uh, that one. Yeah. That one. Yeah. 
no, please don't don't do this. Do a tweet from Xbox that says these are the titles of the three new games that we put out. Yeah. Because otherwise, these games are just going to be lost. And there there are some titles that like the the ones that they're doing that are that are being released that are compatible mm-hmm. from PS3 to PS4. When that happens, it doesn't happen terribly often, but when it happens, they say, hey, this is now available. Yeah. And I know people who bought Journey when it came from PS3 to PS4. Yeah. And if we don't know about that, yeah. how are we going to buy it? Yeah. And if you don't want people to buy it, why are you even doing this? Yeah. I, I, I don't understand that. That, that in the way in an X, Xbox One, if you're going to look for games, unless they put it out there and they've got a little thing on the little ads, if you will, yeah. um, unless you're doing that, the only way you know that you have access to it is you go into games and you look at your games. Now, for a lot of you, if you have uh, Xbox Live like we do, um, you have a ton of games <laughs> either installed or on there. So mm-hmm. I have like, I don't know, 40 games already installed on there. Scrolling through all of that, on you go all the way over to the right, and then you see here's a list of ones you can install, and I have probably fifty or so in there. So if another one just pops in there, it's hard to kind of notice that. Yeah, and and so to to, to get be to, over to let be us over. be excited yeah. about this, you have to tell us what there is to be excited Especially about. With Lego Batman. Yeah, tell. I mean, yeah, that's a great game. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, so and, and as well as people are talking about this, this is this is backwards compatible, which means you can also go buy it on Xbox 360 digitally. Yeah, you can go on the website, mm-hmm. buy it digitally. So the, and then download it on your Xbox One, and you're getting these games for a really good price. It's it's not a ton of people, but if you you have to make this information available. Yes. Without having people have to dig through stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not having to dig through stuff, I'm really glad that this was big news. Watch Dogs 2 and South Park are both going to be released before April of next year. Yes. Uh, this Which was is also, interesting. But so this, this is our little Ubisoft section. Yeah. So uh, this is also the same time that they, they confirmed what Kotaku reported last month, saying that there was not going to be an Assassin's Creed uh, game yep. this year. It is official. But he, but they did say that they think that that will be good for the movie because then people people who are excited about Assassin's Creed have an Assassin's Creed thing to go to. Um, and Watch Dogs 2 is within the same universe as Assassin's Creed and it Far is. Cry. It, I didn't know about that. Really? No, I didn't. Yeah, it's it's it's, <laughs> okay. it's really neat. That's cool. But in uh, in in Fallout 2, yeah. there's there's some uh, Far Cry 2. You said Fallout. Go ahead. Yeah, Far Cry Two. Yeah, sorry. The uh, in in the F's <laughs> in Far Cry Two, there's there's some boxes made by a company that show up and that's cool. And yeah, that's just really just cool. the the companies and yeah. it's like it's like when Aperture shows up in other Valve stuff. I yeah. like that. Yeah, shared um, universes are cool. So yeah, Watch Dogs is a game that I was really excited about, and then when it came out, I had stopped buying games for PS3. I wasn't ready to buy games for, for PS4. And by the time I got one, I had a bunch of stuff, and I already had my open world stuff taken care of. So I, I, I still haven't actually played Watch Dogs. It, it seems interesting, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that were less than enthused about about what it actually delivered. And Ubisoft has has a really weird tendency. They'll they'll launch a thing, and they have the money to do this. They'll launch a thing that kind of works, and then by the time you get to Assassin's Creed 2, yeah. you get the things that you were promised in Assassin's Creed 1. Yeah. And 
So Watch Dogs 2 is something that I'm excited about, and I think it'll I think it'll probably come out in the same time window that Assassin's Creed usually does. We'll find out more at E3, all that kind of stuff. Completely but, fine with both of these, and I'm completely fine uh, with um, them delaying South Park as well because yeah. the the uh, South Park Stick of Truth was so great, and I want and the, that that was one. I please bring that to PS4. Yes, let me let me play that. The the, the fractured butthole is going to be great, and yes. I, I really want to play. I'm, it. I'm so. looking forward to it yeah. because stuff. Yes. Um, so Fallout Things Force, that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, Fallout Four is getting a legitimate survival mode. Yes, this yeah. was this was something that was there was a big deal, particularly in New Vegas, where where you had to balance like food and hunger and rest thirst, and disease rest, and yeah. thirst and yeah. yeah and and try to balance all these things mm-hmm. which is something you'd have to do in a nuclear apocalypse yeah. like right now i I've, I've reached a point in the game where i've got several hundred rataways and like 150 stem packs and I've, I've not consumed the food that is that is poisonous and radiation but that was something that you kind of had to deal with in new vegas yeah. where should I take a drink of this toilet water? <laughs> was a question you might legitimately yeah. ask yourself. Yeah. Which, um, speaking of that, I haven't played Fallout 4. My character probably hasn't slept in weeks. Yeah. Because I just keep going. I've got other I, stuff I, to do. I, but you're in love with Piper and I know you get the I bonus. Should, I, know, should, should, I should sleep with her. But See, I, 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 I sleep with her whenever I find a cot that is available. Because <laughs> we, we, we are the sluts. Yep, yep. But only for well, each only other. Only for each other, so it doesn't matter. That's, that's, okay. that's, that's romantic. Okay, so we're just exhibitionists. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's people wandering around. Yeah. and there's, I, don't, I don't have any shutters on my windows, so people being well, sure People stuff. wander through. I don't even have a door on my house. <laughs> so, All right. So enough about our, our dalliances. Um, last thing that, that showed up. This actually showed up like thirty minutes before we started mm-hmm. recording. Uh, but there's a there's a Chrono Trigger tribute. It's going to be a bunch of, of covers, remixes type things. Um, it's available for twenty dollars on iTunes and SoundCloud and various other location. And it's seventy five tracks made by some really, really quality artists. That's cool. Um, I, I've only gotten to hear the sample, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and recommend this because Chrono Trigger, Matsuda's music for that particular soundtrack yeah. is really impressive. It is. And it's 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 quality. It is. So pick that up, and by by this time next week, I, I should have thoughts more than you should more buy it because I'm going to buy it. <laughs> um, it looks really cool, though. All right. It looks really cool. Now... On to the weird news On section. The weird, slightly political news section. Yes. We won't get too political with this, but right. a little bit. Uh, so, Justice uh, Anthony Scalia passed away uh, a couple days ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we record this on Sunday. Uh, was it a heart attack? I catch no, it's bit of it. natural causes. Natural causes. They, they just actually say he, he went to bed and was, was found still there. He was uh, 79. Uh now, we don't usually get into a lot of politics on this. There are a couple reasons why. Um, yes, he was a very polarizing figure, but mm-hmm. he did have a uh, reason that we wanted to bring this up is he's, he did uh, speak about uh, violent video, violence in video games being part of free speech. Yes. This is something you should... You, the government should not tell you you cannot do this. Right. And in, 2000, in 2011, yeah. in California, there was, there was something that, that got all the way up to the top. Yep. Where, um, where they said you know they they wanted to ban and criminalize the selling of violent video games yeah. to minors, and this is this is a, he he was he was quoting 
uh, a previous decision, but I, I just wanted to read this real quick. Quote, Video games qualify for First Amendment protection. Like protected books, plays, and movies, they communicate ideas through familiar literary devices and features distinctive to the medium. And the basic principles of freedom of speech do not vary with a new and different communication medium. And it's true. So he, he has passed on whether or not you agreed with him. Yeah. He he wrote the, the majority opinion where where he defended that as free speech. Correct. And if that decision had not been passed down, the video game landscape today would be very different. Yeah. And so... I will play devil's advocate. The, one of the biggest reasons on this was, and one of the reasons he's more of a polarizing figure, is because of his hard right Second Amendment stance of don't touch guns whatsoever, don't ban anything that has to do with guns, don't regulate anything that has to do with guns. Everyone should have whatever kind of gun they want. And because of that, it's very polarizing when you have people who are trying to get um, what they, what again, it's not to be political, but people are trying to get what would be considered, what they consider common sense gun regulation uh, passed. And he would go, no, it has guns in it. No. Um, and, we're and, not restricting guns. Yeah, we're not restricting anything. It's like, no, we actually we just want to do this, and it actually has to, no. <laughs> so, yeah. But That's the reason he's a little polarizing. Right. <laughs> but as far as video games go, uh, this this was an important decision, and, and we appreciate his defense yeah. of, our, of our chosen medium. I, I did find it funny if you looked at, uh, again, because this is a little political, if you looked at Trump versus Sanders um, tweets about him, or, or yeah, did you see that? It's a bit So odd. Sanders said, basically, I didn't agree with him. His writing was, was very good. He, had, you know, he, was, he, he was a he good figure. Um and then Trump said, uh, "You know, this is this is horrible, and we can't make America great if we don't put someone like." It was like he just he politicized it, where Sanders was just like, you know, basically said he hey he wasn't with my ideology, but he did he did some great things, and he was very respectful. Yeah. And Trump was just like, Rawr. like oh murder, yeah, which I thought was hilarious. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, another thing that I think is hilarious is the FBI made a game. An yes. Anti-jihad game. Yes. Um. <laughs> and it's it's about sheep. Yep. You you control a sheep. Yep. Through a bad version of free. What was it? Free free ski, or whatever. Yeah. What, that that one where you where you went down the hill yeah. and you tried to avoid the monster at yeah. the end. It's yeah. Basic. This is this is that game. You know, back in the Windows ninety five days, but <coughs> worse. And with a bunch of things that pop up that say they think their ideas are under attack, it's is bad. Yeah, like it's is is yeah. is real bad. It's hard to play. Yeah. It, the, and the the flipping and, and why why whose idea was this? Okay, this is this is what you I do. don't get it. FBI, if you want to be freaking jingoist, ridiculous nationalist idiots like this, if you want to be uh, that hard on this, this is what you do. Okay. And, and I don't think you should do this, but this is what you should do. You give a little bit of money to Battlefield. You give a little bit of money to those and say, hey, let's hit this really hard. Let's hit the whole anti-jihad thing really hard in this game. Let's really... It's basically... You're basically the American no, Sniper the video no, game. No. I don't want them to do no, this. I'm just saying... No. It's the same thing when I see someone someone robbed a place or whatever, or, or and they get caught. The first thing that I do is, okay, how do you do it the right way, though? <laughs> I would never do these things. <laughs> but like, how do you get away with that? That's that's why I like Dexter. Yeah. So well, essentially, up, up through four seasons because after that, no, no, up through four seasons or four books because yeah. 
I'm sorry, if you can't figure out that that's the guy doing this stuff, you are bad cops, and I'm not going to believe anything you you do or accomplish. Yeah, fifth season, yeah. fifth season should have him been, been him just breaking down. I think I've said this on the show before. I don't know if I have, but should have been him just breaking down completely, not knowing how to get his life together. People catching on to him, and essentially him getting shot. In my opinion, by uh, Angel Batista and a whole. I, I, I think I've told you this. My my feelings on this before. It should have been a Angel catching him in the act and them having the whole conversation of like, I know you got to do what you got to do, and and Angel going, you know, don't make me do this, and then he just shoots him. Yeah. Because Angel is friends with him, but he wouldn't he wouldn't just let Dexter go. Yeah. He wouldn't do a dab. Well, in the spoilers. <laughs> well, also spoilers for the first book. Yeah. Because in the, in the first book... That's, she knows. Yep, she yeah, does. And she from knows. then on, and it makes the conversations between them really <coughs> awkward. Yeah. But even more awkward than the fact that they're blood brother and sister on the show, but they were married for a couple of years in, in real life, and they broke up. I don't know, there's, there's, there's a lot of show. awkwardness on that there show. There is. Well, you know... You know what's, you know what's not awkward, what's though? Is John Lithgow's dance gif. <laughs> From season four, that is so much fun because and, and it's it's one of the it's one of the best gifts too because because it, he he does a couple of dance steps forward, a couple of dance steps backward, and it it, it lines up mm-hmm. so that you can just keep on looping and watching it. He's fantastic. It's fun. He's fantastic. So if if you think we're fantastic, give us a like. Yeah. If you don't think we're fantastic, give us a comment. Tell yeah. us how to do better. Exactly. Or share us with people who might think that we're fantastic. Ooh. Either way, we're okay with both of those. Have a good week. Yar. I'm sorry, I don't have anything for you. Yo. Come watch Twiatch. We're here every week for your amusement. Come see us, or else.